Welcome to the podcast, Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook, where we will discuss the latest and most relevant business strategies to help you do one thing extremely well, sell more homes. We'll discuss everything from business planning to lead generation and conversion to past client customer service and everything in between. Join us for authentic conversations and nuts and bolts takeaways you can implement into your business today. And now, Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook. And as always, we've got Kelly Cook here with us. How are you today, Kelly? Fantastic. You know, hey, it's Christmas time, right? You got kids. I have kids. There's no better time of the year, right? Most magical time of the year. Most I mean, magical. I like to say, you know, like fall, really getting into football is usually like my favorite time, but this is absolutely the most magical, cheerful, uh, you know, some, depending on where you're at, kind of cold, but cozy um, time yeah. of the year. So yeah, you, we're you have the radio it. station, right? That plays Christmas Carol starting like oh, in yeah. or whatever. That's all the time, constantly, all the time on a loop, right? My car. So I love it. Yes. <laughs> well, um, as we're into the, the Christmas season, um, you know what comes quickly after Christmas? That is uh, New Year. And um, we're heading into 2022 pretty quickly here. So today we want to talk about some last minute um, ways for you to kind of get, get some more money back on your taxes, right? Yes. January means uh, that you, your tax time is done, your year, whatever you've made, um, that's what it's going to be for your taxes, whatever you've right. deducted, that's what it's going to be for your taxes. We're kind of running out of time here to make any um any additional changes to that. So here's one of the ways that you can do uh, that last minute. Um, and Kelly will get into it, but if you are listening to this podcast now, you still have a little bit of time. So whatever we tell you, go make those moves right now. Do it now so that you have time. <laughs> Kelly, how can they make those moves? What are, what okay. are we doing? This is good stuff. So um, there are two things here, right? There, there's the aspect of, hey, if I'm looking, if I'm a real estate professional, I made you know good money this year or whatever, and I'm looking for some more tax savings on income for 2021. Um, there is uh, a great option through multifamily syndication investments. Okay, now there's that topic we'll hit on. Okay, uh, regardless, so it's something that you probably could do at any point as long as you had somebody who was looking to, um, you know, looking for investors for a large, you know, multifamily complex. Um, but it just so happens that um, I got a couple of good friends who are general part of the general partnership team um, on a couple of investments um, that are down in Texas right now. Um, apartment complexes is what they are, right? They're just apartment complexes, multifamily, and they are going to close um, escrow on these two, um, these two different uh, management teams. They're going to be closing escrow on these two by the end of 2021. So right now, um, let's talk about the timing of that real quick. Because right now, if you wanted to, to say, man, I, I wish I had some write-offs for 2021 income, then um, going out to buy that house right now or that you know condo, whatever, if you're financing especially, that's not going to happen, right? We're, we're mid-December right now. And so that time is of the essence. Now, if you have cash to put down, Okay, then that that could work. That could potentially close by the end of the year, right? Depending on what, what it is and where you're at and what state, what city, et cetera. Um, but if you uh, if you just want to piggyback on a bigger investment um, that is truly passive, because you know if you have that rental house, which I like I do, right? Um, you know you, you're you're responsible for you know uh, leaky toilets. I mean, I just had a house 
where the refrigerator water line just broke and the tenant came home to standing water in the kitchen, right? So guess what? That's an insurance claim. That's no fun, right? Uh, yeah. So you got to pay attention. You got to be actually available to answer a phone if they call for these things and blah, blah, blah. Now, is it still worth it? Absolutely. But if you wanted something like truly passive, um, then, then there's this aspect of syndication uh, investment real estate, right? Where these, these management teams, these principals, they go and they take down, meaning they buy, get under contract an apartment complex, right? And the idea here, generally speaking, guys, is you have a apartment complex that's where they buy for 10 million bucks, let's say, and they know because maybe rents are undervalued, um, under market value, because making market value has gone up the last two years and they haven't done anything to really increase them. Um, they know because it's built in 1982 and they haven't been updated since, let's say, that they're worn and tired. And therefore, if they actually remodel all the units, they could charge more rent just for that alone. And the community amenities maybe are not very good. Uh, the laundry rooms or services are just terrible. Uh, they're outdated, that kind of stuff. So it's value added uh, real estate projects, okay? Just on a bigger level. That's all this is. So let's say they, they have it under contract, they're gonna buy it for $10 million and the people, the two principals or the three principals or whatever, they don't wanna use all their own money for that or maybe they don't even have the money. So they go out and they, um, they look for uh, other investors that become limited partners as part of the overall umbrella of the partnership um, to invest money at, with a, a, a preferred rate of return with the concept of, refinancing out of the project in, you know, usually around five years of what most of these do. Um, and at which point when they refinance out of the, out of the project, maybe the, maybe they are proposing that it's going to be worth 18 million, right? After they put all the capital improvements into it, after they do all the work, et cetera, et cetera, um, raise the rents. Uh, and, and let's say they're going to say it's going to be worth 18 million when they sell. So um, what the investor like yourself or like me, I, I'm in one of these projects as well, um, would do is they put the money into the uh, the investment as a limited partner, and you are I you, you, I can't say guaranteed, okay? Because the investing is a risk of is always a risk, right? You could lose. I mean, the reality is you could lose it all, right? If it went into foreclosure. But there's a lot of we won't go into the podcast here all the all the specifics as to and and the reasons as to and the odds as to why that is highly 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 unlikely. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that, um, but. You can do that and you are, and, and they're, they're expecting to have a rate of return greater than 7%, let's say, okay, every single month or quarter or year annualized return. And so therefore, if they're expecting a higher rate than that, they're going to offer a rate of return of say 7% on the money you put in. So if someone were to put in for, for easy math, $100,000, um, then you're looking at $7,000 uh, return to you per year, every year, for let's say five years until the point they refinance, hopefully the value goes way up and then they cash out everybody on the investment and they sell to a, you know, a hedge fund or private equity or whatever, right? So that's the concept of these type of investments. And here is where the tax part comes in. Cause you're like, okay, that's cool. You know, maybe I'm a little curious, um, but the tax part comes into play here because in real estate, there's something called cost segregation. Now we touched on this in a previous uh, podcast when we talked about investing in real estate. You know, everyone knows, or if you don't know, this is huge because what everyone forgets about when you invest in real estate is this thing called depreciation. That's the magic like pill, depreciation, right? The IRS allows somebody in residential real estate to depreciate a property over 27 and a half years, okay? Divided by the entire cost that you have in for the property. Now, 
So again, going back to the syndication deal, if you were, if you had say uh, for math, easy math, if you had a hundred thousand dollars sitting around uh, that you want to park somewhere to invest so that it just doesn't get inflated by our current economy. <laughs> Therefore, one year from now, it's only worth like, you know, $94,000 instead of, you know, it's still a hundred thousand dollars in your bank account. It's not worth that anymore. Right. Cause inflation, um, this is a good hedge against that. Right. So you park it and you put it in this deal. Now, when that happens, the management team, they are going to cost segregate the property in year one. Now, what all that means in a very layman's term is that you're able to uh, fast forward many, 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 many years of the 27 and a half years of depreciation all into one year. And it's something the IRS allows. It's, it's amazing. So for example, you might get 60% of your $100,000, so $60,000 um, as depreciation in year one. I mean, that's- you, How that's, much did you just say? 60%, give or take maybe five to 10%, sometimes even more than that. So here's the magical math on that, right? You have $100,000, you park there. You go $100,000, this, this is the tax write-off, the, the tax savings you'll get. You get 60%, so $60,000, okay, off that um, in depreciation for year one. So that means you take $60,000 off of your income. So if you made $200,000, then you would deduct $60,000 as a loss. So now your income, in terms of what you got to pay taxes on, now is only $140,000. You just, you just, so then that means your tax savings is the $60,000 times whatever your income bracket is, right? Tax bracket. So I don't know, let's just say it's, I don't know what they even are right now, 20, I don't know different brackets, but 28%. Say that's what it is, okay? So $60,000 times 0.28. My calculator right here, here we go. That's $16,800. So guys, if you're listening to this, you need to wake up because that is, in that example, that is $16,800 savings to your bottom line in your pocket that you would not have to pay taxes on because you're able to take the vast majority of the depreciation in year one for the real estate project that you are just a very small limited partner in. You know, if you're doing $100,000 and the, and the cost is $10 million, you're, you're, you're a small you're a small investor, right? On that deal. But you could do 50, I mean, some of these, some of these have minimum, they all have minimum requirements, right? But usually, usually start around $50,000, but whatever it is, um, that's tax savings that you can do. And here's the cool thing. You don't have to go out and find the cost segregation company. You don't have to order the cost. You don't have to pay for it. It's already baked into the pro forma on the acquisition of the property. You will simply be sitting around, hanging out, selling some houses. And then one day in the mail, you're going to get a K1 that says, here's your depreciation schedule. Bam. You get basically 60% depreciation plus or minus a few points, right? Off of your investment. Hello. Right. I mean, guys, this, this is amazing, right? Now, the other, so you, then you might have questions about the investment. Okay, what's the chances I could lose some of it? What's the chances they will actually pay the seven percent? Those are all valid questions, and and it's not guaranteed. Although it's usually pretty close to being that, right? If if ran well and the market doesn't have any crazy, you know, super super huge swings up or down, that kind of thing, right? Um, so this is this is an example of real estate investing that you can do if it's is truly the benefits are this truly passive. You get a huge tax write-off, right, in year one uh, against your income. So if you had a good year, which a lot of agents did this year because the market went up, um, those are two two really big investments. And you get a rate of return, most likely 
of 7%. That's the preferred rate of return. Now, here's the thing. You can't, um, unless it goes in the foreclosure and it's just gone for good, okay? You're not going to lose on this deal, uh, on most of these deals, right? Let's put it that way. Because what happens is, let's say one quarter when they're ready to pay out their investors, um, they didn't make 7% right? Revenue, mm -hmm. they are profit, right? They didn't make it. So they only made 4%. So what they do is they'll pay out 4%. And then that 3% difference is banked for the next quarter. So that hopefully maybe they had a big capital improvement that replaced all the roofs, right? They didn't expect that, whatever, right? Well, the next quarter, hopefully they start, you know, from the rents that are currently coming in, because the, they, they don't go in and just kick everybody out and, and renovate the whole thing, right? They renovate one unit at a time as the leases uh, come due right? That sort of thing. So then you're always going to have, you know, um, a, a vacancy rate, 10%, 6%, 8%, somewhere in there that they're, they're factoring into the pro forma so that they can have their construction crew in there to, to put the granite in there now and the nice paint and carpet. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, um, so then it's always banked and it rolls forward. Um, and typically in years two, it gets a little better, you know? So if you're, if you, by the end of year one, if you aren't at 7%, it, you're banked for year two, but then you'll probably be hopefully caught up by year two or, or maybe even year three. And then what happens is when they refinance and, and they, um, and they uh, pull the money out, cash out, you know, then you get obviously a 7% plus a multiple on your equity, right? So that you might get a payout based upon the, what they refinanced and, and sold for. You might be able to, you know, get a payout around say on that hundred thousand dollars, another 40 or 50,000 bucks or 60,000 bucks or 70,000 bucks plus your 7% you earned all five years. Right. So it's a pretty good deal. Now, if the, the value of the property after you put all the money into it and fix it up is not worth what they anticipate it hopefully will be, then they don't have to sell. Then, then they'll just keep going, right? Until they can find somebody to pay the price or unless all the uh, members agree to maybe sell for less. But here's the cool thing. The reason why the member, the member, um, the management team is not going to want to really sell for less and just dump the property is because that means they make Zero, Zero, pretty much. Yep, because they're paid out last after all the investors put their money in. So they're doing this whole thing and our due diligence up front to basically ensure as, as, as much as they can that this, these numbers are going to hit, right? And, and the costs are accurate so that they will make their, their payout on the end as well because that's when they get paid. So, so it's a little bit safer than like a, a, the return might not be quite as high, Um on like buying your own investment property and stuff um, that you, that you get back, I, I'd assume, but it's a little bit safer because first of all, you're in with multiple people. It's not all, it's not a giant chunk of, of money that you have to invest in these. And you have other people trying to make sure that the investment goes smoothly and that everybody is happy yeah. and gets money back. So you've got somebody right. else kind of doing the, um, doing the, the work for you on that end to, to yeah. kind of run everything. As right. And you want, you want to make sure that the, um, the sponsors and, and uh, management team that are part of the general partnership, you want to make sure they have their own money invested into it too as well, right? If they don't, that's a red flag, right? So they better have more than you, at least the same amount, if not more than you invested into it. Because so, again, they're, they don't want to lose their money and they want to make some for all the work they're going to put in for five years, right? So in this example. So anyways, guys, there's two parts of this, right? Because the first part is just real estate syndication investing in general. And maybe it's something smart to look at for your appetite when it comes to investing for next year or years, the years to come. Um, that's an option out there. But the second part is if you want to get yeah, in like on something instant, like right away, <laughs> yeah. right? Instant um, benefit. Call me, email me. And hopefully these two deals in, in Texas that will close in 2021, hopefully there'll still be some um, 
uh, money out there or some space, I should say, out there um, that that allows investors to come in. And right now there is, right? There's there's not much left in one of them and the other one has a decent amount left at this point. They're going to close regardless on them, right? They're going to close regardless. Um, it just, based upon the money that they're expecting to raise to come in, the capital, that will dictate kind of when they start their construction and all that stuff, right? Um, so, um, so yeah, so let me know and you can text me guys, email me if you, if you have any interest in it. Where can they reach you, Kelly? Yeah. 480-227-2028. You can text or call or email info at kellycookhomes.com. And to be clear, just as a disclaimer, I'm not part of the management team. I'm not part of the general partnership or a partner. I'm, I'm somebody just an LP, a limited partner. So if you want to get involved, I, I, I make nothing right. You know, now or at the end, right. Whereas if I was part of the general partnership team, I would stand to make some hoping money at the end. I, I don't, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there because whether it's if the timing is good for taxes and the knowledge is good just in general for investing. Right. If you have uh, wanted to ever do this in the future. So let me know uh, if you have any questions about this stuff, guys. All right. And um, like we said, it's an instant benefit. Get it done now before uh, before the month ends, um, or you know later in time, and you can use it for next year. But it's a great way to to help that out this year. So um, we will be back uh, in a couple of weeks um, after the the holidays with more great stuff for you. And until then, um, if you need to reach out to Kelly, he gave you his number. Give us some questions, some great topics for next year. We'd love to cover any of your questions um, and kind of yeah. or hear our thoughts on on things that are going on um, in the in the industry. All right, Kelly, we will talk to you next time. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas. Happy 2021, Elizabeth. Yes. I can't wait to see you next year. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook, where we will discuss the latest and most relevant business strategies to help you do one thing extremely well, sell more homes. We'll discuss everything from business planning to lead generation and conversion to past client customer service and everything in between. Join us for authentic conversations and nuts and bolts takeaways you can implement into your business today. And now, Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook.